welcome to the Get to the Point podcast, a podcast for busy women who want to have real conversations about fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle, but without rambling or wasting time. Let's get to the point. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Get to the Point podcast. I am so excited for you guys to meet Kelly Roach. She is our guest on the podcast today. Kelly, tell us a little bit about who you are and where you're at and just a little background on what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So I help business owners around the world to start, grow, and scale online service-based businesses. So my passion is really helping people to create family freedom so that they can be fulfilled and create generational wealth and to do it living their highest potential, doing the work that they're called to do. And so I have the pleasure and honor of working with people around the globe to, to build and grow. And so I'm, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, for those of you that don't know, Kelly is my business mentor. So I found you through a friend in 2019 and you've just been a tremendous help to me learning to work smarter, not harder, and really reach and help more women with their health and fitness goals, which um, in our little corner of the world, health and fitness is not why we get up every day. It's what allows us to do our mission yes. and our calling. And I know that you, you know, are very much yes. in that same um, attitude and belief. So share a little bit about your personal health and fitness journey. If this is something that is recent to you, or it's been like a lifelong priority, really what's your background there? Yeah, definitely. Well, I grew up as a competitive dancer, competitive cheerleader. Uh, when I was in college, I was teaching aerobics and I cheered for the NFL. So I have always really enjoyed exercise and I've always enjoyed being physically active. And I think that's because, you know, being active is what gives you the energy to live a full life, right? So, you know, for me, when I was younger, exercise was a huge part of my life. As I got older and as I built a bigger and bigger company, it became very much something that I had to put intentional, structured and strategic focus on because I understand that I can't perform and deliver at the level that I need to without it. So it kind of changed places in my life. I wish I had more time to do it just for fun, but I think I'll come back to that season at a, at a later time in life. Now it's more so that I understand that I, I literally cannot perform and deliver. Um, I have a, a team of 14 full-time people. I run two different companies. We're a multi-million dollar organization. You just can't lead at the level that you need to if you don't take care of your, your mind and your body. Right. And you're a mom and a wife as well. And so a mom and a wife. Yeah. Well, that as well. That too. Minute. Yes. Yes. That too. Yes. And what you just said is, is amazing because I think it's the opposite of what happens to most of us as we become more successful in our careers, as yeah. we move up the food chain or as we, you know, grow our companies, um, health and fitness and our, our goals and what we do with our bodies every day gets kicked further and further down the priority list. Yes. And you talked about this in a training that you did recently in our, in our entrepreneur yes. group on Facebook. And I like sat upright in my chair and was like, what did you say? Yeah. Say it again, <laughs> louder for the people in the back. Like no yeah. one's talking about this. So just talk a little bit about how, you know, you have made that, that shift and brought these things into, you know, like you said, with intention, you've brought them to the forefront. They're part yeah. of your daily goal. Even though you have all these other big things you're doing, this is still one of your top priorities. How do you pull that off? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I think I made a switch a couple of years ago when I was struggling to build exercise and, and fitness and wellness into my day to 
I really took time to deeply reflect on where am I going and who do I want to be and what the whole reason why I want to build this great company is to have this wonderful life with my husband and my daughter. And I came to this crossroads where I realized that I'm not going to be able to be the person that I want to be. And I'm not going to be able to experience the life that I am working so hard to build a business to create if I don't start taking care of myself. So in my mind, I flipped a switch and I promised myself that I would live this way for the rest of my life, that exercise and wellness was my number one business priority instead of it having this conflicting competition to try and make it into my list of priorities. And that has been life-changing for me because I think, especially for women, I don't know if a lot of women listen to the show, I'm sure they do, uh, you know, we feel guilty taking care of ourselves. We feel like we should be working harder, we should be doing more. But I think what's really, really important for everyone to understand is, you know, energy is everything. Yeah. Every result, outcome, and, and, and thing that you achieve is 100% driven by energy. You know, people, one of the most frequent questions I get asked by people is they see my team and they're like animals, right? They work so hard. <laughs> they're so motivated. They're so yeah. just like on their game. And they're like, how do you do it? And I'm like, because I show up with the energy for them every day. I'm ready to fill their cup. And then they can go and they can fill the client's cups. And then the clients can go and fill their family's cups and their client's cups. So I think it's understanding that you can do all the tactical execution in the world, but if your energy isn't there and you cannot fake that, you can smile, you can sit there and smile, but energy is a feeling. It's an intangible way of being that comes out of every orifice of your body and you cannot fake it. And so I think for everybody listening, whether you want to improve your relationship, you want to make more money, you want to build your business faster, you want to just have a higher sense of purpose and self-worth and just wake up and love yourself every day. It's all going to start with energy. And the only way you can increase your energy is by moving your body. Right? Yeah. And I love what you just said. Like you can't fake the energy. And I think that's something that we see a lot of women trying to do. They have a lot of these band-aids, whether it's um, coffee or energy drinks or whatever it is, just, you know, trying to keep them, keep themselves up enough so that they can fake their way through the day. And it just becomes this vicious cycle of more caffeine, more sugar, more energy drinks, which only depletes you further. So it's, it's a bandaid and it's actually making the situation worse. So, oh my gosh, absolutely. And there's yeah. so many little things. I mean, you know, cause you watch my live streams. I go through glasses <laughs> and bottles and like my husband's like bringing bottles of water into me, but I know, like, I know that literally that fuel is so, so important. And you're right. I mean, these band-aids and, and gosh, we could do a whole episode talking about that, but all you do is crash right? You crash and burn in some way, shape or form, right? You're going to crash and burn. And, you know, I I think that, um, you know, the way that you show up and how you show up for other people is, is not even as important as how are you showing up for yourself? Yeah. Right. We have one vessel, one body and everything that we want to be, do and experience in life depends, depends on that vessel, right? So if we don't take care of that vessel, we blew it. We completely blew it. It's over. Right. So I think for me, um, building in the exercise and the wellness component of, of growing the business has not been so much, um, because I eat because it comes naturally because it doesn't, because at this point it's very hard to stick to it. It's because I understand the importance and I can't do it without it. Does that make sense? 100%. Yeah. 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 So what, 
does a typical day look like for you? Is exercise the first thing that you do? Mm-hmm. Do you do meal prep on the weekends? Like mm-hmm. practically speaking, what does this look like for you? Like what are some habits that are like cornerstones for you that have yeah. to happen in order for everything else to flow? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I would say I am so imperfect at this. I will be the first person to admit. Same. That's why that's why your audience needs you, right? They need you for this. I'm not um, that either. Yeah. But but I can share some of the things. I mean, I will say first and foremost, my two biggest cornerstones of wellness are I get eight hours of sleep every single night. It is like a non-negotiable eight hours of sleep and the water. I, those are like my two cornerstones that are kind of like my baseline. Right. And then in terms of like my exercise and my food and that type of thing, like I really enjoy doing family dinner. So for me, like not, and I'm, I'm not, I don't cook a lot. I mean, we go out to dinner. Um, so I pretty much, you know, like we, you know, we do family dinner though. That's bonding time for Billy and Madison and myself. So I eat very light and clean during the day for breakfast and lunch. It's fruit, it's protein, it's, you know, cheese, it's, you know, just small little things that are going to give me actual fuel. Like my breakfast and lunch are fuel, right? And then my dinner is something a little bit more substantial. That's like more just what I enjoy, right? Which is, I don't, I don't really eat bad, but I'm not like overboard either. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's reasonable. As far as exercise, it's different all the time. It's different all the time. In the spring and summer, I try to walk for like an hour and a half to two hours a day. And I do it outside while I'm on calls. And it is the most enjoyable. I wait for the weather to change so I can get back out there and do it. Right now, there's snow on the ground. Yes, there's (laughs) snow on the ground. So right now for me... We have a treadmill in our house, elliptical, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I literally like in the winter months, like today, um, I will like sneak it in, in between calls. Mm -hmm. And, and that's the thing I think for everybody, you know, like you can get 30 minutes in, you can get a workout video in, you can throw a set of weights in your office. Right. I, I think trying to do it perfectly is what kills it. Right. Because it's not perfect. It's not going to be perfect. It is going to be messy. It is not going to always be easy. Sometimes your schedule is going to flow. And sometimes it's not like, you know, today I wanted to work out in the morning and then I was like, oh my gosh, Madison needs a bath and I needed to, you know, rearrange. Right. So, so the working out will happen tonight. Now, I mean, that's just, that's, so I think allowing yourself the grace to be imperfect and also understanding that it doesn't need to be this massive time commitment. Right. And again, I think with, with what you do, Leslie, you can help people work in these efficient, you know, smaller incremental uh, segments of their time to make it work for them. And and I think that's the biggest thing is embrace the imperfect, do it anyway. If you have 10 minutes, do your 10 minutes. And that's the thing that has always thrown me off track is when I try to when I try to make it be perfect and I'm like, oh well I don't have 30 full minutes, I'm not going to do it or I don't have an hour, that's when you get off track. Yes. Right. And I love what you just said about seasons and having a plan B. And those are two Mm -hmm. things that really, really drive home with our clients because you're exactly right. Most people start out, whether it's January or whether it, you know, whenever they're deciding to make this their priority, they start out with this elaborate plan and it, you know, it might work in these really perfect circumstances. How long is that going to last before? Exactly. You know, kid gets sick, a work meeting goes late, life goes sideways. And every season of life is different. Every day is different and you've got to be flexible and agile and just learn to flow with that. So I love those two words like seasons and plan B's. Yes. Yes. 
embrace the imperfect, make it work, you know, and you, it, it's just, it comes back again to like your body is, is a vessel. It's this machine. It's so complex. It needs fuel. Right. And it also needs oil changes. And I think that like we treat ourselves like we're just these never ending, you know, machines and superhumans. And I think just allowing it to be imperfect, but not allowing yourself to make the excuse as to why you can't finding the reason why you can. And I'll just share one more thing quickly, Leslie, a couple of years ago, I was struggling with integrating my, my exercise and my wellness into what I was doing. And so I talk about it a lot because it is a struggle that I have to constantly put focus on, not yeah. because I do it perfectly, but because I'm holding myself accountable, but I'm also trying to inspire uh, others to do it imperfectly because I know how important it is. But, you know, I, I, there was a phrase that really came to me a couple of years ago. You know, I think so many times people say, I'm, I'm, I'm too tired to exercise. And the phrase that I really locked into that I realized was most important to me was, I'm too tired, I need to exercise. Because as soon as you exercise, it's like you change something in your brain and your body and the energy that you couldn't, you were grasping for and you couldn't find that energy. All of a sudden you're like a new person. Right. And so I realized for me that that story of I'm too tired to exercise needed to be flipped. And so now that's like a trigger for me when I'm, when I'm feeling really exhausted and I'll even like have my husband, like hold me accountable. Like he'll be like, go get on the treadmill, like just do 20 minutes. You'll feel so much better. And it's absolutely true. Yeah. We got a treadmill in our garage last winter and I cannot tell you how many times I have like just, just get on for five minutes, just yes. five minutes. Yes. And I put, you know, it's usually your podcast or <laughs> other business podcast, but like I get the truth in my ears and I get yeah. my body moving and it is like night and day It and is in a matter of five minutes. It's so true. It's yeah. amazing. It's amazing. And, and it's so good that you're having these conversations on the show, Leslie, because this is, this is the dialogue and conversation that people need to have constantly. It, you know, it, this whole idea of integrating your health and your wellness and, and making it a centerpiece of how you achieve your goals. Like that's not something that someone can have a conversation once and be like, okay, that box is checked. You know, I'm good. No, like we all need these reminders constantly. Right. I actually had someone almost apologize the other day because she, she was apologizing that she was signing up for coaching because she was just one of those people who needed to be held accountable. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the party. Like that yes. is literally yes. everyone. That's why I hire you. That's why you have a coach. Yes, like, exactly. Is human, and we are prone to be lazy and do what is comfortable and what is easy. And we always need someone to be that daily source of absolutely motivation. So there's nothing wrong with you because you need someone to hold you accountable. Sure. No, absolutely. You need someone to create that pattern interrupt for you, right? You know, when, when, and, and I have three coaches and I, I share very openly, Great. like, um, I need, I need support. I yes. need direction. I need accountability. We all do. If you want to keep growing, that's what you do. Right. But that pattern interrupt, um, and that little desire in our minds to not let another person down does wonders. It Huge. does wonders. Right. Huge. Yeah. yeah. So I want to, you know, for anybody that's listening to this and hasn't found your podcast yet, I hope they will go and find this episode. When I was listening to it, really almost drove my car off the road because it was so like, yes, that happens to me a lot when I listen to your podcast. But you were talking about how, you know, I think maybe you had just started working with your trainer and you were like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck with these last few pounds. And she's like, when are we going to talk about your nutrition? When are we going to talk about your nutrition? You're like, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah. And once you finally said, okay, let's talk about my nutrition. Like, let's just do this thing magically. Yeah. It happened. Yeah. So just talk about like what that block was. And cause I know we all have this, like there's this thing, yes. you know, you need to do it. Like, oh yeah. Just do the thing. Oh yeah. I always say, and it's so funny because it's so hard to like see it in yourself, right? Like I teach business strategy and I tell people all the time, I'm like, listen, every goal that you want to achieve in your business is one thing that you're resisting to doing away. It's like literally if you just do the Nothing. one thing that you've refused yep. to do. And for me, I was refusing. And so here I am, I'm working out three days a week. I'm taking care of myself. I'm doing all the things. And I just refused to do the nutrition. And I think it was a couple of things. One, I didn't want to be accountable. I did not want someone telling me what to eat. I did not want to be restricted. Um, and I really like good food. <laughs> But what I learned, well, first of all, the five pounds that I magically like could not get rid of for like years, yeah. um, literally like a week and a half. And it was, and I was eating more, I was eating more. I was taking great care of myself. I just literally was changing what I was eating to eat things that were better fuel that yes. my body could process and use instead of things that were just being stored as fat, right? And, totally. and I know nothing about the science of food, so I will not try to <laughs> okay. be that here. I'm just sharing from my, uh, you know, incompetence what my outside in view was. But yeah, so it disappeared in a matter of a week. And, you know, for me, it was a life-changing experience because my energy, and again, like I said at the beginning of the show, everything goes back to energy. I could not believe within one week, I was a different human being. Mm -hmm. I felt like I literally could go for like 20 hours straight. I had so much energy. And again, it just came back to, I wasn't eating less. I was eating more, but I was putting fuel in my body that it could really use and turn into energy. Right. So I, you can't, people always say, you know, you see the quote all the time, you cannot run your fork and it's absolutely true. Right. So it's like, why do all the exercise? Why do all the other things if you're not going to give yourself the, the fuel? And to me, I don't think it's about like deprivation or not eating the food that you love or anything like that. I still do that, but I'm very cognizant. Like I said, during the day, like I am putting fuel in my body that is going to give me that energy to leap forward. Yeah. And I think what a lot of people are surprised by is how quickly that energy does turn around and how much control and influence they have over that. I think so many of us have these stories in our brains of, um, this is just what my life is. This is just a problem with me, oh, yeah. how I was raised. It's my genetics. We have so much more control than we think over how we feel and how we look. And it is as simple as what you just said. It is improving the quality of fuel that you put yes. in your body, moving your body every day. These, I mean, yeah, I, you don't know until you do it, but it really is like a switch, just flips. It blew my mind. And I was definitely one of those people, Leslie, that my story was the reason why I'm so tired is because I have so much on my plate. I'm working so hard. I'm running two companies. I have Madison, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> I, I like completely <laughs> fabricated that story. Like, and it's what you said. I also have complete control over this too, which is crazy. But I will say, 
Um, just like I think, you know, most people are chronically dehydrated and they've been yes. chronically dehydrated for so long that they're really low functioning. They have brain fog and, you know, all sorts of cognitive issues that, that makes them struggle and slow and be yeah. you know, less productive than they could be. I think the thing with food is the same thing. We're so accustomed to eating junk. We're so accustomed to eating food that doesn't have any nutrients in it. We're so accustomed to our bodies just being bloated and right. not feeling good that we don't realize how good we can feel because we haven't felt it. Like that's what it was for me. Like I hadn't experienced it. Right. So I didn't believe it or even know what was possible. Yeah. But it really does take just a couple days. Yeah. It, it's so true. Your body it's amazing. is really smart and really resilient. Yes. If you stop treating it like a trash can and fueling it like the really intelligently designed machine that it is, yes. it's going to perform for you. So it, true. So right. True. Yeah. One thing I wanted to talk about really quick is, is what you just said, this, this story that you have of overwhelm. I mm -hmm. think overwhelm is becoming the new normal. It's just, it's what we are all in every day and how we feel. Um, talk about how you, because it, I mean, anybody that could, that could say I'm overwhelmed, you could certainly say that. Running two companies, having a family, having this team, et cetera. Mm -hmm but you, you don't, you are not overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. You set your life up so that you are not overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give to someone who really feels like they're in this place of chaos? There's no space. There's no room to breathe. They're on the treadmill. They can't get off. How, like, how do you start to create space so that you can even make these changes? Any, yeah, any words of definitely. wisdom? Like, yeah, a lot. A lot. <laughs> and we could do a whole show on it. But but a couple things I'll give everybody, you know, first and foremost, you have to get clear on your values. Mm. And I know that might seem like a kind of weird answer, but when you get clear on your values, it's very easy to be ruthless with your time. Like I know that when I'm switching gears into family time, like I'm in family time, right? And that is my priority. So I I am able to you know, get things done in far less time maybe than someone else could because I know what my finish line is and I know I'm not going to move that finish line. Um, so I think getting clear on your values and then setting a new set of boundaries that support those values, because I find that a lot of people are doing a lot of things, whether it's personally or professionally, that they don't want to be doing, they don't need to be doing, they don't have to be doing because either they feel guilty or because it's a habit or because they've always done it, not because it actually matches where they are in life right now. So I think yeah. doing like starting with a reevaluation and some self-reflection and some self-awareness is absolutely huge. Uh, that's number one. Right. And that in and of itself, you can go through that exercise and you can probably get rid of 10 or 15 hours of stuff that's on your plate every week that doesn't need to be. Uh, I, I think also besides that, it's getting help. Right. Like if there's someone listening today that has been on this treadmill with their food and their energy and their exercise, like, dude, just get on the phone with Ask Leslie, help. like get help. Like, you know, you have this amazing, and I know people come to you and they go through your program and they're like, this is my last stop. This yeah. is all I ever needed. And they just want to keep repeating and repeating and repeating what they learned. Ask right. for help. It is really hard when you're in a cycle of doing what you've always done. You're going to keep getting what you've always gotten. 
So unless you create a pattern interrupt, I don't care whether it's your, your health, your wealth, your business, your relationship, whatever it is, unless you create a pattern interrupt and you get help from someone who is where you want to be doing what you want to do, you know, you're going to keep getting the results that you're already getting. So, you know, that's why for me, like I have no shame in asking for help, getting coaches, paying to put my team members in programs. I want to shortcut the line. Like, yeah. why do I want to, if I have no idea how to accomplish something, then I'm going to go find someone who does. And I think that's a huge thing. I think sometimes people feel like it's a sign of weakness or you should have yeah. all the answers or, or I think with health and wellness, a lot of times people think I should be able to do it on my own. That's mm -hmm. what they think. It's simple. I should be able to do it on my own. Well, yeah, it, you know, drinking water and eating healthy are the two like oldest principles in the book. And yes. yet, <laughs> like, what is it? 90% of the population is obese now. Mm -hmm. So just because something's simple doesn't mean you don't need help actually making it work for you every single day. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I want to just talk as we close this, this episode, especially to all the women listening, because there are a lot of them in our community and our audience who are leaders in some capacity. A lot of the women that we work with are executives, they're attorneys, they're teachers, they're working on Capitol Hill. And I see them wanting to make change through what they're doing every day, like through teaching other people, leading other people, what they're doing in their careers. But they're, they're, you know, they have it all backwards. And you said something a few weeks ago, you know, making health and fitness the number one like yes. driver yes. of your career success, of you achieving your mission. Um, talk about that because you, you have this, you know, for you, it's not just about growing your business. Like you're actually doing this really cool thing with um, charitable giving mm -hmm. and you're having this huge impact on the world and you know why you're doing what you're doing. It's not just dollars and growing the yeah. team and you know that's not what it's all about so i think right. a lot of women listening they do have that purpose drive in them and they're not seeing how the health the wellness the fitness is actually going to be the catalyst to them creating that big change in the world that they want yeah no that's so awesome and i really really appreciate you making that connection and bringing that up so a couple things like first of all your your level of self-confidence is the number one thing that will determine your courage to follow through on accomplishing your big purpose, right? And when we feel good about ourselves, when we feel comfortable in our skin, when we feel strong, when we feel energetic, when we feel motivated, when we feel fearless, which all of that comes from investing in our core, investing in our vessel, right? Filling our vessel up so that we can pour out into other people. We are, we have unlimited potential. I mean, yes. I know there's been brain studies done. I think we use less than 10% of our brain. Like it's amazing what humans can do, right? So for everybody listening, like you can be, do, have, accomplish anything that you want to, but it has to start with loving yourself and believing in yourself and investing in yourself. And you can't invest in yourself on the outside and until you invest in yourself on the inside, right? Yeah. Like you got to get all this right so that you can go and do all that, right? And so I would say you show up energetically and you accomplish and you achieve at the level that you perceive yourself, right? And then the level that you perceive yourself is then how others are going to perceive you and it's going to impact your ability to influence. All of that starts with self-confidence. All of that starts with 
courageousness. It all starts with strength and energy and it all comes from within. So I would say for everybody listening, like you, you have a purpose, right? We know you have yeah. a purpose. There's something unique about you that you were put here to achieve. And you have to start giving your, your body, your mind, you know, your core, your insides, that, that love that is required in order to go outside and fulfill your highest purpose. So absolutely. I mean, I, I think Leslie, it's, it's such an important thing to convey to everyone because I do think that comfort in your own skin is so much of what determines whether you take that action that's going to be the tipping point for accomplishing what matters most to you. Yeah, it's everything, especially in the it world is. that we live in right now, where I think sure. so many problems and so many of the things we see on the evening news that we're upset about, so much of that could be solved or lessened if more purpose-driven, yes. intelligent women stepped up and said, I'm going to help. I'm going to help fix this. I'm going to get off the sidelines. And I just truly believe that you're more willing to do that when, like you said, yeah. you're not afraid to put your hand up. You're yes. not afraid to stand up. You're not afraid to get in the front of the room. And you're not thinking like, oh, like, how do I look today? How do I feel today? I don't want to be seen today. Like, You got to stop hiding if you're going to get out there and, and make these things that are in the world that you don't like stop yeah. happening. Yeah. Yeah. And just one final thing on that, that I think is really, really important is like, listen, you know, you can't impact if you can't influence and you can't influence if you're not showing up and yep. you know, no one wants to follow sloppy. And I mean that the nicest way possible, but yep. no one wants to follow sloppy in order for someone to want to follow your lead so that you can impact and influence. They have to aspire to model you. They have to aspire to want to be like you, right? I know that for my team. That's why I pay for gym memberships for everyone on my team because they have, yes, yes. All 14 of them. I pay for gym memberships for them. And, and I do that because not only do I want to model it, but I want to show the significance and the importance of us taking care of ourselves together. Like that is what leadership is right? So you have to show up at the level that you want people to show up for you and no one can accomplish greatness alone. None of us can. It, it takes a village, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you guys get the point. Kelly is a pretty motivating, inspiring person to listen to. So if <laughs> they want to find more of, of what you're putting out in the world with either Give Her Courage or Unstoppable Entrepreneur, where can they find you? Where can they learn more from you? Yeah, definitely. Well, I would say come hang out, you know, at Unstoppable Success Radio, the podcast. If you are, you know, really working to build and grow your business online, I give really short 20 minute or less powerful episodes to help you to do that. Lots of fun mind stuff, stuff there as well. And um, we hang out in the tribe, you know, we do free, a lot of free live streams and trainings there. So Tribe of Unstoppables, which is my private group on Facebook. Yeah. So cool. Thank you so much, Kelly, for taking time out of your busy day. For Thank sure. You. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thanks so much, Kelly. And thanks everyone for listening. Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you loved it. Before you go, I want to invite you to come over and join our new group on Facebook called Fat Loss Lifestyle Insiders. This is not your average Facebook group for women. We're not going to be sharing recipes, random workouts, and motivational quotes because I'm pretty sure you have plenty of that in your life. Instead, we're having higher level conversations about how we train, how we fuel our bodies, and why we're doing this whole lifestyle change thing to begin with. Jump over to Facebook, search Fat Loss Lifestyle insiders in the search bar request to join and i will see you there